Welcome to the latest episode of EG Like Sunday Morning. And this week, we welcome a brand new voice to the rotating EG LSM cast and a very fine voice at that. Regular readers of the EG website will recognise the name Piers Werner from his essential daily roundups of property stories from across the media, for which he gets up at stupid o'clock. But now, late in the afternoon, he has fully returned to the EG fold uh, and you're sure to be seeing and hearing plenty more from him. Not only that, but we've got returning favourite Alex Daniel, making this the first EG LSM episode featuring two colleagues that I still have never met in person. <laughs> uh, great to see you both. Um, to me, are we not keeping up the pretense that this is actually Sunday morning then? Because I should have I should have done that, shouldn't I? Yes, you just I, said it's the afternoon, which is good. Yeah, I did, I did. I'm going to sound so tired, but but no, it's it's Sunday morning, isn't it? We're definitely. It Sunday. is. It's Sunday morning. Yeah, I, I let the, the 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 veneer slip there a little bit, unfortunately. Out of the bag, out of the bag. Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, Piers, I, I know you have some history with EG. How is it feeling to be back home? It's actually it's feeling great, and also it is literally home at the moment because I'm working from home. Um, <laughs> but it, yeah, it is it is lovely. I, I was I was with EG back when back in the days when they were in Soho, oh. um, and I only mention that because it was the reason why I took the job. <laughs> um, it was a <laughs> there was an office on on Wardour Street, yeah. and it was just the coolest place I could think of to work. Um, so I went in there as a as a young pup reporter and was basically taught everything about journalism um, within about two weeks by some incredibly talented people, all of whom have gone on to better things. And then I brought up these young young whippersnappers um, and, and tried to teach them stuff. And, and I didn't know anything. Um, so thankfully, people like Sam and Julia joined and they knew it all already. So <laughs> it's fine. But yeah, I predate them. I'm like the boomer or the unlucky and now, of course, you're back. But we should um, ask, as it, it remains very much part of your responsibilities, what, what it is like to get up at four o'clock in the morning and, and read every single newspaper uh, on the hunt for property headlines. <laughs> I think, that's, but yeah, I, I first did that again. Like back back when I back when I first started, I did that once. I did this this morning thing <laughs> once, and um, I had to go to Charing Cross Station and physically pick up newspapers because <laughs> that was where they were first available in the morning it was like half three in the morning and you'd get these sort of still wet newspapers and then you'd have to go through them and all the supplements and it took forever and 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 now this is i'm really showing my age now we have the internet <laughs> oh god so uh yeah it's it makes it far more joyous but it is still four o'clock in the morning well, i don't have to be in charing cross um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, if looking back and thinking if if somebody had said you're going to be up at four o'clock in the morning reading newspapers, I'd, I'd assume that something would have gone really weirdly wrong with my life. <laughs> but maybe I was just the loneliest person in the world. But I mean, maybe that is true, actually. You, Do you not find yourself getting distracted by celebrity tittle tattle as you're, you're searching for real estate perlers? No, no, absolutely not. Um, as, if your uh, eyes are on the prize firmly. Anybody who's read the EGAM will know that I never get distracted by celebrity tittle-tattle or try desperately to crowbar it in. <laughs> it is, yeah, it, it's, ah, it, the, the worst thing is actually when you find a, a really juicy long read, like the FT occasionally do these mammoth long reads, and you think, oh, I'll just scan it to see if there's anything 
worth pulling out. And then you realize you're about 15,000 words in and half the morning's gone. You've still got the whole thing to do. Uh, I mean, that's rare because most of their long reads are dull, but occasionally, you know, once in a blue moon. But no, it's fun. You should join in. I'll, I'll get you. You know, I, I'm doing this. You should come and join me. <laughs> Go and do it. Well, I, yeah, you obviously you, you had a, a break the other week and the, the opportunity was was made available for the, the, the rest of us to uh, to, uh, to take a take a stab at getting up at that hour. I, I, I certainly didn't volunteer. And Alex, I believe you did not volunteer either. Absolutely not. I absolutely did not go near that morning shift. I'm quite confused as to what these print print newspapers you're talking about. Are, um, as the young at the youngest end of the millennial spectrum, I've never I don't think I've ever encountered one of those things. Uh, yeah, you, I, we were uh, just discussing before recording that, that Alex has still never actually seen a print copy of EG the magazine as yet. Six months in. <laughs> OK, so uh, we should uh, actually turn to the uh, the news of the week. So what, what have uh, what's been keeping you both busy this week? Alex, you go first while I try and wake up. <laughs> I've been thinking about offices as I do every single day. Um, it, is, it is part of your job title. It so is part of my job. Seems reasonable. Offices. I think thinking about London and offices. And I think the most exciting office story this week um, was um, the most sustainable office tower um, in London got planning permission, um, or at least uh, it claims to be the most sustainable office tower in London. Um, the Dutch property developer called Edge um, is uh, the developer behind it, and Southwark Council um, approved it. This is going to be a tower behind London Bridge Station, um, and the reason it's going to be the most sustainable office tower in London, apparently, um, is because it's going to have two um, important ESG certifications when it's completed that no other tower will have at the time. And those those are uh, the BRIAM Outstanding Rating and the Well Platinum Certification, um, which I'm sure that means something. It's to do with ESG and, and sustainability. Um, they, Edge have really made a splash in London in the last few years. Um, this is their first scheme. Um, they recently bought a development site in Shoreditch, um, from the London Stock Exchange Group, kind of beating the great and the good of London property, London office property developers to that. Um, and, you know, I mean, this this thing going ahead is is just going to add to that. Um, it's going to have lots of garden space. Um, it's going to retain a public park next to it and make it uh, better. Um, and it's going to have lots of clean air flowing through it and all that kind of thing. And not for the first time in my six months um, as EG's office reporter, um, I'm getting very jealous of the lucky people who are going to be eventually working in this very, very technologically advanced um, box. I think it looks pretty too. I, I thought that when I saw the pictures, it's, it's a quite a good looking building, isn't it? It is. It's sort of like a vertical farm. It's got loads of green stuff up the outside, as well as the usual glass. Um, lots of green stuff around it. Um, I think it looks pretty cool. I'm usually I'm, for the offices reporter of a property ma magazine. I'm usually pretty skeptical of offices, especially new office <laughs> development that are sort of big glass boxes. As anyone that follows me on Twitter will know, sort of expletive laden announcements about the latest big glass box in the city. Um, but um, I think this. I, I think I agree. This one looks quite nice. 
That's good. And, and Piers, I, I think we, we should maybe think about introducing this as a regular feature on EGLSM. So if you could count down your, your top 10 AM alert stories of the week, we could get you the, the music uh, and you could you could do a sort of in at eight this week. But yeah, what, what's caught your eye this week? I'd have to I'd have to remember. Um, <laughs> this week there's there's been some quite interesting things actually, and I am just frantically trying to remember any of them. I sort of this week's blurred into last week a little bit. I think you, wooden buildings that that definitely stands well, out to me. One, yeah, that one that one wasn't on the AM. That was no. um, that was one that 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 I fished out. Um, that's brilliant. I love that. This is um, this is a one billion pound open fund to invest in in wooden buildings across Europe, which um, is just really exciting because, again, being long in the tooth, I remember writing about wooden buildings years and years ago. And the when there were only wooden buildings. When there were only wooden buildings, exactly. We've come so far. Uh, it all comes, it's all cyclical, the property industry. It's all cyclical, even the materials. Um, yeah, and, and the thing that always came up was people saying um, that they didn't have the strength, they didn't have the durability, and you couldn't build to scale, and um, you know, doesn't it burn down really easily? And now, just as the technology gets better, as the materials get better, all of those reasons not to do it are being crossed off and crossed out, rather, um, until you've now got this fund that's Cromwell and, and Dassos, um, who who say that you know they're, they're pretty confident that they can find a billion quid's worth of institutional grade stock to invest in, that it's going to be in the right place, that it's going to have great tenant covenants, that it's going to be you know um, incredibly good with environmental um, credentials. And, uh, and in fact, to the point where they're saying, yeah, we, we can be picky. And if we don't find the stuff that we want, then we've got the contacts where we can build it. So this is the thing that excites me. I mean, they're, they're talking about offices, logistics, um, resi, obviously. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I might be able to find one uh, in their portfolio at some point, Alex, that might give your green tower a run for the money. I mean, this will not actually be built out of trees. So beat that. Um, but yeah, there was, so there was that and, and that. Um, should, it sounds it's, like we should probably stop telling the Three Little Pigs children a story to children. It's giving wooden exactly. buildings a bad name. Yes, yeah. There was a house built out of concrete, but that got decay and fell apart. And oh dear, that poor pig just got crushed. And um, yeah, the one in the sticks, winner. <laughs> um, yeah, it's also it's, it's the other thing I liked about it was it's it's this uh, trio of Finnish um, guys, uh, two guys and a woman who who are leading it, uh, and they're all meant to be on holiday at the moment. So they've launched this fund at the same time as being on holiday. So they're taking all of these calls from the middle of sauna huts in beautiful lake regions of Finland and, and fielding calls from, well, people like me, but also investors and, and developers and so on. It just sounds lovely. It made me kind of want to go over there, I'm afraid. Mm. So I, I might be off for the next couple of weeks. Um, <laughs> so there was that. Um, the other stuff, the things that I always love as well, um, and this was last week, uh, was any time you get a, a government speech um, a ministerial speech about real estate. It's just great fun because you can see the, the intentions all there, and they clearly mm. have listened to some some decent people. And and you know the the BPF are clearly phoning them up and saying, please listen to us this time. And they clearly don't, and it's great because <laughs> you, you just hear this sort of 
weird twittering blather as yet again they fail to understand that you can't simultaneously crush something, tax it to oblivion, and then depend on it to single-handedly deliver all of your policy objectives. <laughs> um, but that's just my opinion. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's what I've been uh, focusing on <laughs> for this week. And Alex, anything else? Um, the only other one that really springs to mind for me is, um, or at least the most important one probably, is we had a series of stories sort of following up on um, what we were writing about last week. Um, hmm. For anyone that wasn't reading uh, last week's magazine, um, we had uh, an anonymous letter um, which we published, um, which was from someone that had experienced um, racism in the property industry and um, as a result had had to ultimately leave the industry and that followed lots of um lots of lots of news um in the run-up to that it was directly after the the euros england lost the euros of course and mm. and rashford uh sancho and uh, saka got um lots of racist abuse and uh, there were various other stories um that went with that um this week, um, the financial watchdog, um, the FRC, has actually called for more board um, diversity among FTSE companies, and that, that obviously includes all the listed property companies. Um, this um, one has managed to actually uh, find a causal link, a positive causal link between having um, more women on your boards and more people from ethnic minority backgrounds on your corporate boards. Um, this is uh, I sort of like to think that this is something that most of our listeners and readers know already. Um, it's relatively obvious that a diversity of views um, will help um, boards perform better, um, but it's worth checking out and it's worth checking out last week's content as well, um, which I think was discussed on um, this podcast. It was, it was. We, we had a little bit of a different time to usual uh, last week uh, in light of our, our coverage. And then that did mean that last week uh, we uh, alas had no quiz but uh you'll be delighted to know that the quiz is now back with a vengeance uh and uh, it appears this will be your first experience of the it has so it, it only fairly recently has the quiz been competitive uh, it was a it was a solo task for for most uh, of eglsm's history but uh it has now become it has now got a competitive element to it so it's a, it's a mini penalty shootout format uh three questions each uh, there is a tiebreaker in the event uh, of a draw. So far, we haven't haven't had a draw, uh, but uh, Piers, I'll, I'll let you choose. Uh, I, I, I have I have gone relatively easy. I hope. Uh, I <laughs> would you like Would you like the even numbers or the odd numbers? Um, I'll. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll kick up. I'll go odd. You go odd. Okay. Uh, now. That may that 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 might have actually worked out slightly well for Alex for reasons he'll discover in a minute. But uh, we'll we'll kick off. So your first first question, Piers. Which company is former Homes England chief executive Nick Walkley joining in a new role? Avison Young. That's correct. Well done. Yes. One nil. Sorry, that was just so exciting. Pressure's it does feel Alex. like a penalty shootout. This is brilliant. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Alex right. steps up. Uh, is he looking? Is he looking confident, or is he one of those penalty takers that's looking like a frightened rabbit walking from the halfway line? I have uh, a very similar record on this quiz to England's <laughs> national football team at penalty shootouts. I'm afraid. I think last time I did it was three nil to whoever was opposite me. So um, let's hope for a better result today. <laughs> okay, 
Your first question, Alex. What did three quarters of respondents to the government's consultation on its new national planning policy framework express concerns over? What did three quarters uh, of people not like about planning? Uh, probably Robert Jenrick. Um, <laughs> it wasn't flags. It wasn't Robert trees. Jenrick. That was a joke answer. Um, <laughs> It's probably, I, I feel like I'm taking a fairly educated guess when I say um, permitted, something to do with permitted development. That's exactly right. You, you very much adopted the, the stutter approach to your run up there, uh, waited for the keeper to go the wrong way, and then you glanced it in off the post. Uh, so 1-1. One, one. Okay, Piers, your second penalty. Uh, is the, this is the missing words uh, mini round in the penalty shootout. So I'm asking you to fill in the blank uh, in this headline. Uh, that features in this week's magazine and, and quite possibly uh, online as well. So your question is Bristol's blank. Bristol's blank. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lovely. Um, <laughs> Please do. It is a family podcast. Um, <laughs> booming. <laughs> that would have been that would have been great. It's almost that would have been better. Perhaps perhaps you should have written the headlines this week. It's, it's, it's anyway. Bristol's Renaissance, but Bristol's booming would have been great. Well, what a, what I, a mean, shame. I can write the headlines as well if you like. Uh, <laughs> I think that's, a, that's well worth exploring. Now I, I have every confidence uh, in oh, in man. Alex with question four. So London's most blank tower gets green light. I think we've just talked about this. London's most sustainable yeah. office tower gets green lights. Yeah, I believe it is. Look at that. He he did he did the right prep. Uh, he <laughs> slotted home the second one with a with a penenka straight down the middle. That was a uh, a penalty with a plum. <laughs> Two one. Question five. Uh, this is the the mini diary round. So question five. This week, diary reviewed the first episode of a new sci-fi TV series that stars a real estate agent that specializes in selling haunted houses. What is the show called? Ah, oh, I read this. <laughs> it sounds brilliant. I want to watch it. Um, hang on. It's, it's surreal estate. He's right? done it. He's <laughs> done it. He's done it. He's leveled it at 2-2. Two, two. So this to win it, Alex. Can you slot home the winning penalty? Diary also features a property spin on a popular meme that has been doing the rounds from the Cannes Film Festival starring stars from the film The French Dispatch. Can you name one of the exquisitely dressed famous names in the picture, Alex? And he's looking hes looking baffled as we speak. He's looking concerned. Is it, uh, can, can I have a clue? What, 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 what other clue could I give you other than all are the clues people, in the question? <laughs> are, they, are, they, are they people from this film? They, yeah, so there are the three stars and the director of this film. Uh, and okay. it's a meme that's been all over the internet, and there were some property examples this week. I feel really stupid that I don't have a clue what this meme is, but I do know that um, this is a Wes Anderson film. So I'm going to say... He's, he has won the day oh. with Wes Anderson. Oh. He has named one of the names, and he just got there. And he did it without even noticing. No, he's not even, he's not even aware of the meme, and, and he goes just... in anyway. Oh, that was three tight. two. That was oh, that, that was, was the most exciting uh, quiz of the week we've had. Uh, I thought, to be honest, I genuinely thought the tiebreak question was coming out, but still, no, the tiebreak lives on for yeah, another day. 
if the headline subs had been better at alliteration, <laughs> <laughs> Bristol's bounce back. I mean, you could have that as well. Why not? Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. So how, how how are you feeling, Alex? I'm feeling very Italian at this moment in time. <laughs> um, now I know how those those happy Italian footballers felt when they crushed our poor English guys um, two weeks ago. So you're what a bad go night that was. To Not to bring the tone down. <laughs> now, now you're going to go from city to city and give everybody COVID. Is yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. If I haven't already. <laughs> and Piers, that was a very strong start really so you know it's only it's only up from here so that uh, now you know the format you you'll you'll be roaring next time gonna have to i'm, I'm gonna come back prepped i'm gonna i'm gonna be doing my limbers before i'm gonna have a word with the coach about <laughs> what happened in the middle there um i think we could have had it i mean it's a dream come true really yeah it's you know it's the look of the draw odds and evens it could have gone a different way if you'd been paying attention to alex you, you probably would have got the sustainable one i suspect that's Ooh. right yeah. Yeah. I, 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 did, I did know that one um and, and i obviously knew all of the other ones as well <laughs> well in, indeed <laughs> <laughs> right uh thank you very much for joining me in this very very hot weather i hope you've enjoyed your your eglsm debut peers I have. Thank you very much. In fact, I'm, I'm just off to the beach. So um, see ya. Uh, enjoy and enjoy your, your elaborately constructed coffee, which has <laughs> taken shape before our very eyes. That was, uh, yeah, if anybody listening heard strange dripping noises, that's what that was. It's, it's not incontinence. It's, um, it's my remarkably elaborate coffee maker. Uh, okay. Thanks, uh, both of you. Uh, you have been listening to EG Like Sunday Morning.